Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, uh, comedian, wonderful comedian, uh, actress, writer. Lisa Landry is our very special guest. Thrilled to finally have her. I've been trying to get her for a long time. Uh, Frank McKay here with Lisa Landry. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Frank. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thrilled to uh, thrilled to have you. And uh, finally, uh, I feel like a stalker. I feel like I've been uh, breaking laws or something trying to get you. But uh, I've been listening to you, your comedy for a long time. You're unbelievably, unbelievably good at what you do and, and uh, uh, thrilled to have you. So welcome. I appreciate that. And I'm sorry I couldn't come on the show for so long. You were so kind to keep offering me this invitation. And um, I appreciate that you kept coming back and trying to get me here. So thank you. I wasn't staying away because I didn't want to be here. I just haven't really had the ability to use my First Amendment rights. No. Oh. oh. Well, yeah. Well, fill fill us in on that. That sounds very mysterious. (laughs) It's it's such a jacked up situation, actually, because, you know, you need to be able to speak your mind to be competitive, especially in comedy. And um, it's such an unfortunate situation. My First Amendment rights are still not accessible for me um, based in in part because I had a lawyer who sexually assaulted me in his office. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Instead of advocating for me in court, he actually left me more vulnerable, and then he sexually assaulted me on top of it. And that has been the delay, and that's why I couldn't come on your show. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's it's unbelievable. You figure there's there's a couple of people that you have to be able to trust, you know, and, and those are the people who end up, uh, you know, messing you up the, the biggest. Talking about managers, you know, you're supposed to be able to trust your managers. I guess first, friends and family, you, you hope, but a lawyer. I mean, that's like a sacred thing. You're going to him or her, uh, whatever the case may be, uh, for uh, for advice, for protection and everything, and then to get assaulted. I, I mean, very serious stuff. I, I, are you... And, and and you press try I don't know. Stop me if you. Uh, if, well, no, no, it's yeah. cool. I went to the police. I went to the police and filed a report recently. Um, the assault happened on May seventeenth, twenty seventeen, in Richard Corley's office. That's the guy who did it, Richard Corley. And unfortunately for me, Richard Corley is a city councilman, and he used to be Senate Judiciary Council in Rhode Island. And so I've been calling and calling attorneys trying to find somebody to take this malpractice case in this sexual assault case, and I can't find an attorney. So I have been silenced in part due to this wretched person's actions, and I can't even find a lawyer to help me sort things out. So, so it has to be a lawyer that could practice in uh, Rhode, Rhode Island? Island. Right, mm-hmm. so you got to, you know, I can't believe somebody wouldn't take it just for the, the well, you know, first of all, for the, um, and doing the right thing and, and, and uh, you'd be shocked this. at how many people don't want to do the right thing, not just in law, you know, in every industry. I don't want to just disrespect attorneys, but you would think someone would come forward, wouldn't you? And yet I keep hearing from people, you know, I, I wouldn't be comfortable with this situation because I know him. Um, I have friends with him. I can't take it. Oh, a sexual, a sexual assault case isn't worth enough money for my time. Um, this guy's wow. actions had horrific implications and ramifications in my personal and professional lives. So I guess uh, the people I've spoken with thus far just don't see the value in helping me. And also, 
getting this guy away from any sort of policy making for his community. He's a city councilman. He used to sit on the school board. He's a pervert. He's a sexual predator. He's inept. And it's going to continue to happen. How old a guy is he? I think he's in his early 60s. He's old enough to know better. Yeah. And he was sending me he was sending me sexual texts before this even happened. Wow. He sent a text to my girlfriend offering to impregnate her if oh, I could goodness. untie his tubes. Uh, wow. And yeah. He's, yeah, he's been elected. Now, uh, is it exposed out there that um that he's he's done this? Is it anywhere in press? Um, I actually did a podcast interview, excuse me, a few days ago and spoke on it for the very first time. But it's very difficult getting these stories out there unless there is an arrest or there is a lawsuit filed. So even the people that I've spoken with in media in Rhode Island and even the contacts I have in the region, they can't do anything for me because right now there's just a police report. You know, I don't have an attorney to file on my behalf. Well, listen, we'll talk. We're going to talk off mic, too. I mean, I, I know I got surrounded by attorney. I feel like OJ. I'm surrounded by, uh, <laughs> by, by, uh, uh, by attorneys. But I, uh, this this is horrible. I mean, really a horrible situation. I, I can't Thank believe. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so. Thank you. Well, what did the what did the police say? And actually, before you, you say, let me just remind folks, if you're just tuning in or if you're just coming in a little late, Frank McKay here with comedian. Uh, Lisa Landry, and she's a wonderful comedian, and uh, we're talking about something very serious today, a, a sexual assault that uh, that Lisa um, uh, experienced, and, and uh, according to Lisa, it's, a, uh, it's an attorney and a, uh, see, that's me, like, you know, being legal there, right? I'm saying according you to You have Lisa. to. Yeah. No, you uh, have to. Yeah, I get uh, it. <laughs> an attorney and a councilman in, uh, in what town, what city? He's in Warwick, Rhode Island. And I will say this for the police. I went to them and they were extremely professional, extremely sensitive to me about the situation. And I think that they are doing their due diligence. The detective I've spoken with is great. But here's the thing. Even if they do decide to build a case, they have to take it to a judge to get the warrant. And this guy that assaulted me, Richard Corley, has been practicing law and been very involved in the Rhode Island Senate Judiciary. So I really highly doubt that some judge is going to sign out a warrant to have him arrested for groping me, you know? So that's just the reality. Well, let me, let me ask you this. And if I, you know, listen, if I make you uncomfortable, just tell me and we'll, we'll change the subject. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but in all seriousness, the last thing in the world I want to do is pry and, uh, and push if, uh, if it's, if it's causing harm. But I mean, for the reason of getting the story out, I mean, uh, it, it, it was groping, you said. So he uh, he he grabbed you. Yeah, I was bent over in his office, and he came behind me, and he he groped my right buttock. Yeah, yeah? and you know I thought that can't be happening. This guy's my attorney. What's this going to do to my case that I hired him for? This can't be happening. He's married. He's a granddaddy. He's on city council. Certainly, this didn't just happen. So I said, "Oh, I'm sorry," and I scooched to the right, thinking obviously I blocked his path. You know. Yeah. And he, he just said, oh, I just wanted an excuse to touch your butt. And then he started laughing. Wow. And he just kept on laughing as he walked out of his office. And I guess he felt like, what's going to happen to him? Because here we are now in 2019. I still haven't found an attorney. See, you know, you said when I said, how old is he? And, and you said, you know, he's in his 60s. And you said he's old enough to know. See, I, I look at it almost differently. Like some guys, and I'm 52, you know, but the, some guys that are, 
uh, in their 60s uh, think they're they're larger than life and that you know they can get away with this crap and that they did it you know it's like madmen it's 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 in the 60s you know or it's in the 70s or whatever and women have no rights and you could just grope women anytime you want and there's no repercussions but the uh, you know I mean it's it certainly I mean it's anything but the truth now I mean you have you have people in your own field who uh, who had careers just soaring. Uh, you know, Bill Cosby. I mean, look at look at what Bill Cosby has done. I mean, he, you know, again, not to minimize what Richard Corley did, but I mean, uh, you know, what Cosby did is is rape. I mean, outright oh, yeah. right, rape. And uh, and look, he went from the from being the you know father of the year image to uh, you know to to being known rapist and and you know a, uh, a you know a scorned character and a jail uh, jailed character. Uh, so I mean, it, you know, a guy like this. You know the fact that he's in his sixties, uh, to me, uh, you know, indicates that that he's somebody who who doesn't get it. You're not gonna, and again, you, you're always gonna get uh, idiots, uh, you know, doing all kinds of things. But you you shouldn't start. You we shouldn't be hearing about the millennials, for example, doing this. They should know better, right? Because they're growing up yeah. in a time where we're more enlightened and everything else. And uh, you know, look, we we had the Kavanaugh hearings and. And, you know, he was offended that he was even being called on it and, you know, and whatever. So it, it, we're, we're not going to get this like the next generation after, you know, my generation isn't going to be like this at all. We hope and it'll be better we hope. for women. We hope. But, uh, <laughs> we hope. Humans do some really messed up stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, I think you're right. I think there is a little bit more sensitivity about these situations now with the younger people. Unfortunately, though, the older people are still in charge, and so that's who we have to deal with. You know, these are his peers who are not going after him. These are not millennials who can make these decisions. I can't find somebody to take my case, and the majority of the lawyers I've spoken with are about the same age as Corley. They've all been involved with him or know of him because they're all the same circle of non-millennials. You know, yeah. although I did speak with one personal injury lawyer who is a millennial and he couldn't take my case because he just does personal injury. I'm thinking, dude, it's not like someone hit me with their car. How much more personal does an yeah. injury get? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you end up in, in Rhode Island in the first place? Where do you uh, um, what got you to hire Richard Corley? I had a legal matter there that I needed help with that I really can't go into any other detail at this time. Yeah. But he knew when I hired him, I was extremely vulnerable. And there were things that he could have done that any lawyer worth his salt or her, you know, big girl panties could have accomplished just by actually practicing law, (laughs) you know. And instead of doing so, he chose to leave me more financially vulnerable and more emotionally vulnerable through his inept lawyering and his sexual predations. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, you know, the, the press, the media is on your side and, uh, you know, on this particular case. I mean, it could be the type of thing where you, uh, you know, where maybe even starting today. And, and again, we'll talk, um, we'll talk off mic and see if we can get somebody to kickstart this into, into the right direction. And if he starts getting pressure... 
if he starts getting pressure, maybe you know, maybe he would resign, or or that somebody would call on him to resign. I mean, look what's happening in Virginia, and look what's happening in different spots. Yeah, like, but those guys are still there, like the Virginia Three. Those dorks are still in power. You know, <laughs> sorry, but if you're coon man and you're dressing up in blackface or taking a picture with somebody in a KKK robe, I don't think you should be governor. Yeah, but if they don't bend. <laughs> If they don't bend, uh, you know, how do you get them out? I mean, it's the same thing, you know, like with uh, with the president. I mean, if you you impeach, uh, you know, for example, the 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 you know best example we have from from history is uh, Nixon resigned because uh, Barry Goldwater tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Look, it's mm-hmm. this is going to be a disaster." Uh, if Nixon would have said, "You know what? Impeach me. Go ahead. I don't care," and they impeach Nixon. How do you remove him? It's a constitutional crisis if the president says no. You can't, what, are you going right. to send the cop in to get him? He pardons himself, right? <laughs> he, he pardons himself. And, and you know, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have these type of, uh, of situations. So uh, the, the Virginia Three, uh, those guys don't have to go anywhere if they take the heat. That's what I'm saying. From a PR standpoint, if they think they're right. And again, I'm not on their side. I mean, Coon Man, it's yeah, ridiculous, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the idea to have these guys, uh, you know, make it to, to the top. Is uh, you know is is terrible, but uh, you know we just had here in um, in New York we had um, a, a an attorney general, another attorney. Oh, Schneiderman. Yeah, yeah. Schneiderman. Uh, he had, and you're from New York too, right? I started comedy in New York. I lived in New York for a very long time. I went to theater school in New York, but I'm actually from Louisiana. Oh, you? Yeah, I was gonna. I, I grew up outside of New Orleans. Yeah, mm-hmm. I recognize your I recognize your southern accent, but again, let me remind folks. Uh, Lisa Landry is our very special guest. She's a wonderful comedian, very talented, very funny. Uh, we're, we're not talking about anything funny today. I mean, sexual uh, assault, sexual harassment, and, uh, you know, at its worst from a public official. Um, uh, her lawyer was uh, Richard Corley. And, and again, I'm just repeating what Lisa uh, Lisa told us here. Uh, Richard Corley is a, a council councilman in the, uh, in the city of Warwick, Rhode Island, and he... Um, uh, he, he sexually assaulted her while he was representing her in uh, in another case, another matter as her attorney, and and, and she's having a hard time getting uh, getting somebody to take on the case because I guess he has political pull uh, and everything else. But I mean, look, you, you you can't find anybody with any more political pull than uh, Eric Schneiderman, being the uh, the attorney general of New York, and um, and having you know really the press on his side and everything else, but. Uh, it, you know, a woman made a claim and it must have been a very serious. By the way, I know Eric very well. I was, uh, you know, a, a friend of Eric's, if you want to call it that. I haven't, you know, I didn't know he was into whatever the hell he's into, which is which is crazy. You know, all the rough yeah. sex and, and, you know, everything else. Uh, and and by the way, if it's consensual and it's adults, you know, I you know, I guess who could say anything about it? But uh, obviously, uh, obviously, there are people that are that are complaining. There were women that were complaining. And if he thought he was going to be, if he thought he was innocent, completely innocent, trust me, Eric Schneiderman wasn't going to resign. He wasn't going anywhere if he uh, if he thought that uh, that this wasn't true and that he was going to clear his name. You know, he had aspirations to be governor. So uh, Eric Schneiderman's a bigger deal than than Richard Cawley. And New York uh, State is is a much bigger situation than than Warwick, Rhode Island. You know, which is a my dirty socks. My dirty socks are a bigger situation than Richard Corley. 
Richard Corley yeah. is nothing. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, though, these people all have dirt on one another, I think. not. I'm not disparaging lawyers in Rhode Island. I'm, I'm not no, no, talking it. about Snyderman, but that's the way it's set up. People have dirt on one another. People are friends with one another. People are doing business deals with one another. So who comes forward for the person who's unheard? Right. Right. You know? Yeah, well, the thing yeah. is that, that Corley uh, isn't what, – what's his reaction to, to uh, your reaction? What was your initial reaction to him, if you don't mind me asking? Well, no. When it happened, I couldn't really make my thoughts clear. I mean, this guy had been sending me sexually untoward texts, sending them to my girlfriend. He would never give me, <clears throat> excuse me, an, uh, an account of where my retainer was spent. But he kept telling me he had to get paid. He had to get paid. If you look back through the text that he sent to me, it looks like he was trying to get me to have sex with him instead of money. He wanted um, some booty instead of cash. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> which he can lose his law license for, by the way. I mean, it's, it's we, an illegal. Well, you know, I'm reporting to the disciplinary board, but okay. I mean, realistically, if I can't find an attorney to make money, do I really think that something is going to happen to him for what he's done? I mean, well, listen, we'll talk. I'm, I'm I, hopeful I mean... that the system is going to work, but I know the reality of how the system is broken, not just in Rhode Island. It, it, just, yeah. it seems like we're looking at every system is not functioning properly, and we're reevaluating it currently as a society. But that doesn't mean it's getting fixed. Yeah. Well, we'll it, <laughs> listen. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk off mic. And again, the uh, the the system uh, protects those who who, who don't uh, who don't run away immediately from uh, from an issue. By the way, if this That's was true. if this was some other issue. Um, I mean, he has no leg to stand on. I mean, this is disgraceful. You can't do that. I mean, he's a dinosaur if he thinks that in this day and age you could do that. By the way, 1980, and I'm, it was disgraceful to do back then, 1970, 1960, you know, Mad Men, you know, the, uh, the show Mad Men. I, you, mm -hmm. you could do whatever you want, and, and if, uh, and, you know, you, you're only risking a slap in the face, uh, but you, don't, you, you wouldn't even lose your job for doing that back then but nowadays you can't do it i mean you just simply can't do it frank mckay here with lisa landry a wonderful comedian actress writer a very talented lady and we're talking about a very serious uh issue and uh and we're going to try to help her get the get the word out here and i didn't know about this beforehand it's, it's certainly not a setup but uh, it's it's disgraceful i mean there's so many yeah yeah, yeah. no, I, um, I just want to thank you because you have been approaching me trying to get me on the show. And I've been saying, please, you know, let's let's schedule in the future. And that's the reason why, you know, because I haven't really been able to talk. I've been hoping that I'm going to find someone to seek justice on my behalf. But now I have to be OK with the reality. It's it's not happening the way it's supposed to. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm showing my my evidence to lawyers who are choosing not to get involved. And therefore, that's why we're having this conversation now, you know? Yeah. Well, because I want to thank my fans and I want to thank my friends. I want to thank anybody who's been supporting me. And, you know, if you look on my Facebook or you look on my Twitter, you can see I very, very rarely put out a joke. I retweet other people's thoughts. I try to amplify other people and their work currently because I'm not in the position to actually say what I think or what I've been dealing with to the people who support me. So I just want to say thanks for hanging in. And I'm, I'm really sorry I haven't been able to put out any new videos or do anything really and that's changing so yeah, i'm taking I, a few dates here and there and starting to work again i just want to say thanks yeah i mean this is it was, listen it's terrible i mean it's, it's just terrible and like i said it's not 1960 it's not 1970 which it, listen it was terrible 
then I'm not minimizing what happened then. But I mean, now there's just no excuse, especially now. And what was it, 2017 that the, the incident happened? Yeah, it was before all that Me Too stuff started. Like, um, he did, he, the sexual assault took place in May of yeah. 2017. And um, I've been trying to find a lawyer to help me with the situation in Rhode Island since approximately September 2017. Because the first thing I thought is, I don't want this to impact the legal action that I hired this dork for, you yeah, know? Right. And I was trying to be cool about it and just be like, okay, you know what? I'll deal with this later. I'll get to this later. Right now, I have to focus on this other issue and just, you know, eat a little crow, you know. Well, but um, it's not resolving. All right. Well, so. l- listen. I know you. I know you're working here. You're in the middle of a project, so I won't uh, won't keep you. But give us a give us a social media site. Give us a, a website if you would, where people can get in touch with you. And hopefully, people hearing this will will step up. And maybe by the time people are hearing this, will something already would. Uh, would have happened in a positive way, but uh, give us a website or a social media site, Lisa. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. LisaLandry.com. If you come there, I'm on Twitter. I don't go on Facebook so much anymore, but um, I would love to connect with people on Instagram and I do follow back. <laughs> and uh, I also have a YouTube channel. If people want to go there, I have video clips. I'm going to be putting up some more clips because I am working toward getting my first amendment rights restored. And, um, I also have a YouTube channel if people want to check that out because I do a podcast and we archive the episodes there as well so people can find them on YouTube. So please subscribe to my channel. All right. Lisa Lantry, thank you very much for being here. Listen, congratulations on all the good things that have happened to you. And I'm sorry about, uh, you know, this terrible thing that uh, has happened to you. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll shed a little light on the situation. I want to thank you once again for being here. Thank you so much, Frank. I appreciate you. Lisa Landry, everyone, has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. 